edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I'm here to bring you the post-game show hot off of Bayern Munich's disappointing 2-1 loss to Borussia Mönchengladbach. It was not a banner effort from the Bavarians. Uh, many people probably expected that. I was hoping for a little bit more. I was hoping to see a little bit more from the veterans uh, and, and see them really shoulder the load, but honestly, they did not. Uh, and we'll get right to it. Let's just look at the scoring breakdown before we start to analyze this one a little bit. Uh, things started out really well in the first half for Bayern Munich. They looked like they were in control relatively early. And Robert Lewandowski took advantage of that uh, off of a pass from Thomas Muller. In the 18th minute, it was just a great touch from Lewandowski off of a great pass from Muller. And then just a superb finish. Lewandowski looked great. At this point, you're 18 minutes in. It just seemed like this was a match where Bayern looked like they were in control. But something weird happened just minutes after that. And it looked like the entire squad lost energy. They looked lethargic. They looked tired. Uh, There were bad touches. There was just general unawareness on the ball and off of it. Uh, And some of that surely had to do with uh, some of the positions that players were in. Uh, Yashua Kimmich and Marcel Sabitzer were working the outside defensive flanks. We had Malik Tillman in the center of the pitch with Mark Roca. And that was not a partnership that looked good, by the way. Uh, so it was it was definitely challenging, but it looked like Byron was just out of it after that. I, I don't know even really how to describe it, but Borussia Mönchengladbach took over, and in the 27th minute, Florian Neuhaus, as he always seems to do against Bayern Munich, took advantage of a miscue and just hit a terrific volley. Even though Sven Ulreich was in the area and right there, it just managed to elude him. Ulreich, in fairness, did have to run across the net to try and make a play. That said, he did have his leg just about in the right position to make a save, but did not work. Neuhaus's effort went in, and that knotted the game at 1-1. But just four minutes later, Stefan Leiner uh, capitalized on a corner and put a nice little header through. Again, Ulreich was in decent position to make a play, just couldn't do it, and in that instance, I think the defensive work on Liner could have been a little bit better. I believe it was Robert Lewandowski and Benjamin Pavar directly surrounding Liner, but Liner won the ball in the air and was able to direct it into the net. From that point, that was it. That, those were all of the goals. And Byron looked generally lifeless at times. There were some good spurts right between the 58th minute and the 62nd minute. Byron, it seemed like, just had a ton of opportunities. Uh, Thomas Muller had a couple that I think he wishes he could get back. Robert Lewandowski hit the crossbar. Uh, Later on, Joshua Kimmich would have a gimme right in front of the net. He somehow did not make contact with the ball. Just overall, just not a great effort from Bayern Munich. I was really hoping to see a lot more from them. I wouldn't even say Gladbach really played well. I thought they were okay. Uh, they just seemed to have better stamina and were just more full of life, I would say, in the second half than Bayern Munich. And in, in a game like this, it really came down to Will, who wanted to win the game. Uh, you know, I do think in some respects Bayern Munich was unlucky. There were a couple sequences where I don't know how Bayern Munich <laughs> did not score. Uh, in the first half, we saw Robert Lewandowski playing out wide. I think it was the second minute of extra time where he drove toward the net 
was able to beat a man near the end line, take a hard angle shot, and instead of the ball going into the net off of the far post, it went out, but it went right out to Thomas Muller, who tried to put a shot into the net, but it was kicked away by a defender. Just generally unlucky on the day for Bayern Munich. I don't think they played great, uh, and there are a few reasons for that, which we'll talk about. But I don't think Gladbach was great either. And of course, you know, this will go down as Gladbach being the bogey team for Bayern Munich. And I guess they are at this point. I mean, you can't have three games like that against an opponent in the season and not consider them a bogey team. But I don't think this was anything that Borussia Mönchengladbach did as much as it was Bayern pissing it away for the most part. And uh, sorry if that offended anyone, but that's pretty much what happened in this one. Bayern pissed the bed. So let's talk about maybe why they did that. So there was the good start, and I thought Bayern looked assertive and confident in the beginning, but quickly I think things fell apart through the midfield. I did not think this was a great game for Mark Roca, but he was far from the biggest problem in the midfield. Uh, Malik Tillman was lost, uh, did not really like the game out of him. He looked like he was over his head, quite honestly. Um, very curious to know why he was the one selected to fill that position and why they maybe they didn't use Musiala in the center of the park uh, or at least sitting back a little deeper. Uh, would have liked to have seen him maybe in that role and perhaps uh, someone else or even Tillman having a little more advanced role so he wasn't, uh, I guess, in a position to make as many mistakes. I just thought he wasn't really that great and you know I didn't expect him to be. But uh, I was a little disappointed in, in that performance nonetheless. Roca, I didn't think was great. I thought Marcel Sabitzer was, was generally not good either, uh, playing as sort of a left wing back or left back. Uh, Joshua Kimmich just looked out of sync. Did not think it was a good match for him either. Uh, you know, he was also playing as a right back or a right wing back at times. Just did not work out for him there. It just generally was not good. I thought Robert Lewandowski and Thomas Muller brought a lot of energy. They brought a lot of ingenuity to the attack, but there was not much they could really do because there was not a lot of support. I thought Serge Gnabry was decent at times. I thought Musiala had his moments, but I thought Musiala made the mistake of trying to do a little too much in this situation. He really uh, got caught with his head down at times, trying to dribble through too many people. So that was a little disappointing, you know, being a little more central where he was operating today in an advanced role. Um, and I was hoping to see a little bit more out of him as well. But if you want an overall perspective on this, I, I just don't think it was a good match. I don't think Bayern Munich played well. And, you know, everyone will point to the COVID-19 absences, to the injuries. And sure, that's all valid, 100%. But at some point, when you're a team, you have to win when you're under duress. And if there was ever a case to... to basically tough one out and win a game and prove something to not just yourselves but to everyone else who might have a doubt about you it was today because Gladbach was a team who has not done well generally uh, basically the only team they've had major success against is Bayern Munich and uh, I just was hoping to see a more organized a more energetic and an overall better effort and to be honest it was it was really disappointing that Byron was not able to come out and do that. Uh, I guess on the bright side of things, one, this game is over. So, so that is probably the best thing about this game, that we no longer have to think about it. After, of course, after you listen to this podcast and check out Bavarian Football Works uh, for all of our post-game pieces. 
Uh, but I guess the other good thing is we got to see a little bit of Lucas Capato and Paul Vonner come in, and they did okay. Uh, their haircuts were very interesting. This was something that always amazes me. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm what, 45 now, so maybe I'm not 100% in on what's cool and what's not and what looks good and what doesn't. In fact, I think if you ask my wife, she would 100% uh, agree with you that I'm pretty much out of it when it comes to all of that. But uh, I don't know what's going on. It's like this weird floppy hair haircut, right, where it's really long on top, which I actually kind of have hair like that too, except mine is shorter on the sides and back. Would Capato and Vonner, I mean, it would seem like it stayed like bushier up top, I guess further down their head and then went to some kind of weird V in the back. I don't know. I was very confused. I mean, like you probably could have made them like a 1980s tag team in the WWE uh, or something with, with those haircuts with those two. I, I don't know. Uh, this is like I'm out of my realm talking about style and hair and culture. So I don't know anything about any of that stuff. I'm just an old dude who uh, just thought it didn't look, <laughs> didn't look great, but whatever. I was really happy to see those two on the pitch. And Capato, I thought, brought some energy. He tried some things, wasn't always successful, but uh, I thought that he showed something. And Vonner as well. And I was very curious to see him because, you know, throughout everything we hear coming out of the Bayern Munich campus, we hear a lot about Arjen Ibrahimovic and how good he is. Given that uh, Vonner is just, I guess, a few months older than Ibrahimovic, I was curious to see that he was the one that was called into the game and not Ibrahimovic. So, you know, we had seen some things before the match that Julian Nagelsmann has uh, really taken a liking to Vonner. So maybe this is something we'll see. And of course, as Derek Ray mentioned during the broadcast, um, these are two kids that would not normally see the light of day on the first team right now. But they did today because of all the those circumstances we mentioned with injuries and illnesses and excused absences, but it was good for them to get the experience. So if we want to take anything out of this, you take out that the two young kids who might have a future at your club had a had a good experience in a tough game against a decent team full of professionals. Now, well, again, Gladback hasn't been great, but that's a professional team. They have good players, and while they haven't gotten the results, I think many of us expected them to get this season, uh, they're a good team on paper. So for Capato and Vonner to come in and get that kind of experience, I think it was worthwhile and valuable, and it was good to see. Otherwise, not much else you can take out of this one. It was not a good match for Bayern Munich, and I am. I'm disappointed. I know Nagelsmann was talking about revenge and that he wanted to see his squad down Borussia Mönchengladbach, but it just they were flat. After the first 20 minutes or so, they were extremely flat. They made a lot of mistakes and just overall, it's one of the things we've seen over the years with Bayern Munich. They have a couple stinkers every year. This I would classify as one of them. And it's not because of talent. And I'm not even going to say it was because of depth today. You can make those excuses if you want to. I don't buy it. I mean, you still have Robert Lewandowski and Kimmich and Thomas Muller. You had Serge Gnabry. You had a lot of players that are good, world-class players. You need to be better than that. You need to be better than you were today. And... uh you know, for as much praise as I think Mark Roca got at the end of 2021 there, I think, you know, he showed again the, the lack of lateral quickness that he has um, as a six. It's tough at times. And I thought there were times he almost looked flat-footed and a little bit slow to react. And that could be because it's the first game back. Could be just because maybe he's not that quick. I don't know. But that was definitely one of the things I noticed today. And it 
it was not that prevalent in those final games of 2021. So if I take anything out of this, I'm probably not as confident in Mark Rocha as a lot of people. I think Malik Tillman has a long way to go. So I think he needs a lot more seasoning before he's ready for this kind of assignment. Uh, Joshua Kimmich, after missing, I guess it was six weeks at the end of 21, was, was nowhere near ready, nowhere near up to his normal standard. So I would expect that to improve. But again, it's, it's kind of disappointing how that all shook out. And once again, I really do think, despite the fact that Thomas Muller and Robert Lewandowski didn't convert all of the opportunities they have, they created a lot. They were in good positions. And I thought they led the team. And Lewandowski especially, he took more of a role getting wider than I think normally he would. And I think that's just how Byron had to operate to be successful today. And he was good at that. And I would expect him to be. I think he's the best player on earth. So um, not a good result. Uh, 2-1 loss. Uh, The only thing you can do at this point is say, let's move on. And uh, from this point, I guess Byron's going to have to really get together. Hopefully they can get some of the players back from COVID. Hopefully Leon Goretzka is not facing surgery. And hopefully Byron Munich can get it together because they are going to have a tough stretch during the second half of the season not just in terms of their Bundesliga opponents, but they also have to start preparing for the Champions League. Uh, This is a team very capable of making a lot of noise in the Champions League, but not if they continue to put out efforts like this. They cannot, absolutely cannot be flat like they were tonight. So I think that's how we're going to end this one. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check our site for all the post-game coverage. We'll have our match awards and observations. I'm sure the initial analysis is already up. I mean, uh, I think it's about 15 to 20 minutes after the game right now. So that's probably up at the site. At some point, we will have some post-game reactions as well. But we are a little short-staffed. So might take a bit to get those out. But anyway, you can get me at the Barrel Blog on Twitter. You can get the site at BavarianFBWorks. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. You can get Tom at TommyAdam71. And you can get Jake at Jefferson Fenner. So thanks again for listening. Uh, Check out the site and we will see you next time.